you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been, and will always be, about buckets. Just attack the basket. What's good, my people? Welcome into Buckets Action Network's NBA betting podcast. This is the Thursday edition presented by our guys over at FanDuel. I am your host, Sean Little, joined by my guy, Joe D, Joe Delera. This Thursday slate, though, is looking a little, a little dry. Three games set up on Thursday in the NBA. We have the Clippers in Miami. We have the Houston Rockets going to the San Antonio Spurs. And then the, the best game on the board, what we'll be, what we'll be dipping into here is the Denver Nuggets traveling to Portland to play the Trailblazers, Dame Lillard squad, or should I say Anthony Simon squad, or should I say oh. Grant squad? <laughs> I don't know whose squad it is right now, but we're going to break that game down. All right, let's kick it off. JD, give me your best bet. I'll give mine, and then we'll get rolling. Dude, this is a spicy under. I hate betting unders, but like I think this is a spot. I'm taking Jokic under 11.5 rebounds. It's like there's a little bit of juice on this. So I'm wondering if it's already gotten hit a little bit, but I, I love this spot. And uh, I think he, he might score a lot, but I don't think he's be grabbing as many boards. What about you? All right. I'm going over 226 in that same game over 226 Denver nuggets, Portland trailblazers. This is going to be a competitive till we'll break it down here in a second. I I was looking at before, before we get into the, the Jokic prop, Let's let's uh actually you know what let's go straight into the Jokic prop. Talk to me about um the under eleven and a half. JD texted me and he said <laughs> I got a spicy under for the pot. I'm going to give out. I was like I know this has to do something with the back to back MVP Jokic. Talk to me about why you think he's going under eleven and a half boards. So look, when you look at both of these teams, they both play at a bottom ten pace in the league. So when we have to when we consider that, like we should see fewer possessions, longer possessions, and you know, and and it should be able to like kind of drag this game out. Additionally, when you look at this, um, the Blazers have Yusuf Nurkic, and Nurkic has been like he's kind of like that big body. He just likes to grab boards. Like he struggles in certain coverages, but against a guy like Jokic, he's actually pretty valuable because he's a strong defensive player. Um, so with that in mind, Jokic has played 13 games against uh, against Nurk, and he's only gone over this line in two of them. 
So I think that that's significant, especially when both of those games were back in 2018. So we're, we're talking about a couple of years ago now, you know, everybody's got a couple more miles on those legs. So I think this is a spot where I, I'm going to back uh, him. He might score. He might be able to score. He might be able to dish a little bit, but I think this is a spot where I'm going to see the rebounds dip. Additionally, both of these teams have really good offenses, at least like relative to the rest of the league. And their defenses are both below average. So when you take that into consideration in terms of like makes, I think, and this goes kind of to your over or so, uh, but I think that there's going to be more makes. And it's a little bit harder, obviously, to gather rebounds when teams are scoring and they're ma- they're not missing any shots. So I like this spot and I'm going to take that under 11 and a half. It's, it's a line he's hit in 52% of his games this year, but I think we go under, uh, especially in this spot. And he did earlier in the season as well. Yeah, October 24th is the last time these two guys played Jokic versus Nurkic. <laughs> Nico <laughs> had the 9-9-9, the nine, nine, and nine, only took four shots in 27 yeah. minutes. Jokic had, uh, Nurkic had 13 points, 12 boards, six assists. Overall, better better game. And the Blazers won 135-110. So that points. is an interest. A lot of points in that matchup. And that's partly why I'm looking at this over. I'm going to go over 226. In this Nuggets Trail Blazers matchup, we have the revenge angle. They lost by 25 points last time they saw these guys. Yep. And the Nuggets are coming off three straight losses now in December. Had a tough loss against Dallas the other night on national TV. This is a spot where I believe the Denver Nuggets are going to show up, probably get the win. I lean on them to cover the one the the one point number as well. But I'm gonna I'm gonna look here and and, and grab a ticket on over 226. I think it's going to be a competitive game. They have the revenge factor. Jokic is, and and I agree with you on a lot of things you said about him focusing on scoring rather than trying to clean up the boards. That Nurkic matchup is interesting. They, they, yeah. they seem, going back a couple of years, they've had some games where, for example, go back to January 13th, 2022. Yeah. Uh, Jokic had 20 points, but only had eight total rebounds. It's It's been a grind against each other. For whatever reason, he doesn't get up a lot of shots against Nurkic. So no. It's also interesting. Ten attempts um, in January on January 13, 2022, and then the most recent matchup, he only got up four attempts in 27 minutes, which is which is interesting. Go back to November 14, 2021. He did get up 17 shots, 11 of 27, had 28 points, nine boards, nine assists. But you would have to go all the way back to – 2021, May 2021, yeah, we're back over that 11 and a half board number that um, you're going under. So that's an interesting play. I like yeah, it. Dude. I think, go ahead. I was gonna say, I mean, like, even if you're like, if you're a little nervous about it, like his PRA lines at 43 and a half, but I mean, my concern, and it's like you said, it's like, look, like you, he had a fucking triple single last time. That's not like him. Like I, I could see him like putting up a ton of points in this matchup and just being like, nah, like I, I'm going to score. Especially them coming off three losses. They haven't had Michael Porter Jr. in the lineup. He this feels like a, one of those spots where let's get a W here, man. We, yeah. We all we we should have closed the door on Dallas. Tim Hardaway Jr. went crazy. We kind of oh. kind of let that game slip away. So we didn't get that W. Let's go up to Portland and and really compete. And I think that's why you see them being the favorite here at minus one juice to a minus 115. So I I may end up on Denver minus one here at some point as well. But right now I'm going to give out over 226 in a competitive game where Dame Lillard is now back in the fold. Him, Anthony Simons, Jeremy Grant are walking baskets at 20 apiece. I wouldn't be surprised if all four of those guys scored 20 points tomorrow. 
Dude, that's like, probably a that, fun little that I guarantee that's probably like kind of fat. Like it's yeah. probably kind of juicy odds wise. I wonder that's, what that that's one of those spots where and hopefully it's one of those things where it's 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 Dame, Simons, and Grant focused. Nurkic focuses on cleaning up the boards. Yeah. And Jokic can score. We can push this over the over the total. I really like to focus on totals, especially overs, when the when the number is very short and tight. They're yeah. telling you it's going to be a competitive game. The Nuggets, you never want you're not you, you don't want to be in the spot where you lose four straight. So no. I don't care if it's in Denver or it's in Portland, and um, that's that, that's what I, I I want to look at numbers. We talked about the the Nuggets defense not being very good right before we hopped on the mic here. They're giving up like one fourteen a night. That's like right in the lower the, yeah, yeah lower lower half of the league. I want to yeah. say like in between like, like at 15, I mean, 16, 17 mark. They're yeah. d- defensively they're not very good. Now, Portland's been playing better defense, but I also think that's a touch overrated, and I think Denver's going to come in and try to get busy. One of the best first-quarter scoring teams in the NBA. I believe they might be the highest-scoring team in the NBA in the first quarter. They they come out and get busy early. I like this game to go over 226. It's 226 minus 110 across the board. So um, we'll see if the, if we see any movement on that come uh, come the morning as we record this here on Wednesday night for Thursday morning, but I'm going to give out 226 over Nuggets, Portland Trailblazers. I wanted to, we wanted to get in and maybe do something with the Spurs or I'll speak for myself. Yeah. Cause this is, you know, the feeling I have right now. And sometimes there's no real deep cap. It's like, this is, I feel like this is a spot where team could show up and get a W. We, we've talked yeah, we just like talking about buns, but the, like... Spurs, the Spurs have been insanely bad. I want to say they've lost 15 of 16. Don't quote me on that. But It's, it's been a lot. It's, it's been a lot right in around, a row. Yeah, it's right around that number. They've been really, really bad. Yeah. And similar, I have this similar feeling that, and if you listen to Buckets uh, yesterday with me and Jay Money, I'm like, man, Jay, this, this, uh, this magic Clippers number feels funny. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. 
It's mm-hmm. it was it opened at seven. Yeah, and then the down, Clippers like went down been... to six and a half, went down to five, and I'm like, man, Jay, I really want to take the I really want to take the Magic here, but I really like DeRozan to bounce back after two flat games Fair. at home in a in a spot where they were really gonna have a chance to get a W against the Wizards. That yeah. ends up coming in, but I, I have a similar feeling here on the Spurs. It's it's hard to back really bad teams, but. Yeah. Two and a half is a two and a half is a funky number. The money line's only plus one twenty. They're at home. I would not be surprised if the Spurs got a W and Keldon Johnson had thirty points. Yeah, I mean it's kind of one of those games, dude. Like the Rockets aren't good either. Like the Spurs have lost eleven in a right. row. The Rockets are coming off that win against the 76ers. And it's just kind of like but it's an overtime game. So it's like now you got this matchup against the Spurs. Maybe you're a little tired. Maybe you party a little bit because like you got one win and like you're at seven and 17 now. But like, you know, maybe you had a little bit of fun. So maybe this is a little bit of a tough spot against a team that like the, the Rockets probably coming in. They're like, yo, like we should win this game. Like, you know, you got like a lot of young guys and you're just like, we should win this game. And it's like, you are the Rockets. So you should never feel like you're right. going to win again. Like, honestly, like, like you should, yeah, but at sure. the same time, it's like, you should always have that like dog mentality and it's possible. They don't for this type of matchup. I mean, it's concerning that the Spurs are literally like by far the worst team in adjusted net rating, yeah, but it's you know, close. it's, and it's like not even close, but like, it's kind of like, I agree with you. It's one of those spots where it's like, if you really are capping this from like a, not even like, I don't want to say narrative, but from like a situational perspective, it's like, yeah, like, I don't think that talent-wise, we look at the Spurs and we go, yeah, they're that much worse than the Rockets. So you're getting about two and a half points now in the market too. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they can like hang tight, keep this within a possession, if not win. Um, one prop that I am looking for on the Spurs, and really I know quick, you mentioned officially, officially they've yeah. lost fourteen of fifteen. So That's not fifteen of sixteen, but officially <laughs> they've lost fourteen of fifteen, <laughs> and their their one win is uh, in their last fifteen is against the Bucks. And they won by and they won by eighteen. That's insane. Like, of course it is. <laughs> of a, course it a, is. That's a classic NBA. NBA that's the NBA for you, right there. But yeah, yeah go ahead with the, with the Spurs prop. Oh no, I was gonna say the play that I like is I don't think there's a line just yet, but I'm looking at uh Devin. I'm looking at Devin Vassell. So I think that he's really become like a really like an elite sharp shooting three point guy, and they've been setting his line depending on how you get it, like two and a half, like with a little bit of juice, or three and a half of plus money. That's a spot that I'm absolutely looking to take him in. The Rockets are just abysmal. Like they are allowing some of the most, like the highest, like frequency of threes. I think it's second highest in the league. And then also, like when we look at this too, like from an actual makes perspective, um, they're not really stopping you either. Like teams, guys are shooting 38.2% from three point range. And that's just the sales. The, you know, um, bread and butter. So I, I fully expect him to smack that line, probably take that up to even five. Uh, I think that's a, this is a great spot for him. Yeah. I love it. I love Keldon Johnson. He's one of my yeah. favorite players. I, I think, yeah. I think it's almost like free Keldon Johnson. Like I think he could really help a lot of teams. <laughs> he could, he's, a bucket. He's, he's a, a bucket. he's a bucket. No question. I really think, and he's not as efficient as he can be right now because he doesn't have, like, there's no reason to be. <laughs> like why, why? I have no reason to be efficient right now. Like let's, let, I'm just gonna go out here and get shots up by any yeah. by any means necessary. But yeah, he I, I love I love his offensive game. He can really score. Yeah, when when given the rock and the opportunity, which he is given out there in San Antonio. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at looking at uh, his prop as well. I have one more play for you that I like, but there's no line on it, so I'm not gonna give it out on an official play. But Fair. in Heat Clippers, 
The third quarter over, the Heat are 5-0 and to the over in their last five games. The Clippers are 5-1 and to the over in their last six games on the road. So the Clippers' third quarter on the road okay. goes over. The Miami Heat at home goes over. So when that line drops tomorrow, when you're listening to this pod on Thursday, take a look at that number. If you, if you get something around 52, 53, 53 and a half, I might look at taking the over in that spot, especially with how Hero's playing. He's been playing really, really well without without Jimmy. PNR, crazy yeah. doing his thing. I love his game. He's been I, I um I had my doubts early on in his career, especially year two. I mean same. Um, but he's been <laughs> he he's back and and he's playing really, really good ball. So keep an eye on that. Clippers. Heat third quarter over. Heat are five and zero oh in the last five home games. Clippers are five and one to the over in their last six road games. That's so incredibly niche, and I love it. So yeah, that's a great count. I mean, the t- we're seeing some like two sixteens ish in the market, so we should be right around that 53, 54 yeah. spot. So uh, that's a great spot. A great look. Yeah, take a look at that. That's that's man. You know, that's a, it's a tough slate, but I think there there is some opportunity if you do want to get some action on there. I expect points in uh, the Nuggets Trailblazers. The last uh, our last pod, we we gave out an over that was a uh, an interesting spot. It went over two twenty two. I can't even remember the matchup last week, but I uh, yeah, forget uh, now. Yeah, I think it was Nets. Was it Nets? I don't know. Don't we, go back and listen to the pod. It was a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Me and JD. Oh, Mavs, Mavs Pistons, Mavs, Mavs Pistons. Pistons went over. Went went over. We cashed that. So. Let's try to make it two in a row on the overs for me, myself, Sean Little, Denver, Portland, over 226. And then, J.D., what you have? Under on Jokic, under 11 and a half boards. And look for that Vassell threes line. Look for the Vassell threes line and look for that third quarter total in the Clippers heat. I think that's a really interesting trend that if you get a fair number around that 52-53 number, uh, I believe it may be worth a sprinkle. Maybe keep us locked on the Action Network app. Follow me, Sean Little, at Chicago Flow on the app, at Chicago Flow on Twitter, and then let them know where they can find you, J.D. At Joe Delera, both on the Action app and on Twitter. And you know you can always catch me on my pod, Cash That as well. Yes, yes, sir. And make sure you go check out J.D. Drops a Prop article every Monday. It is very, very good, loaded with tons of information on the week ahead for NBA props. The NBA prop market is is, is a it's a battlefield. It, <laughs> it, it can get it can get really tough. So use all the information you can get. My guy JD Joe Delaire breaks it down really, really well. All right, that's it for the Thursday edition of Buckets. For Joe Delaire, I am Sean Little. Let's get buckets. We'll see y'all next time.